Hey everybody, this is Tyson and Logan, and you're listening to Dad Bods and Beards Podcast. It's a show that gives you a fresh look on being a father, a husband, and honestly, a man being in today's world. For people who want to have a good time, laugh, and be uplifted, thanks for subscribing and listening. Now for the show. Dad Bods and Beards. This is like, we just need to completely get rid of our intro music and stuff. And it's just that. Just <laughs> Tyson having a hernia. Like, like. That's just, when I'm having a hard day, I just do that. Yeah. And I realize life is okay. See, I just belt, I belt Taylor Swift at the top of my lungs on the way home. That's what oh, I Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I listen to uh, sports radio. Dude, I've gotten to that point where I ride in silence a lot. So do I. I'm usually actually on the phone. This time around, I was talking to you today on the phone. Yeah, well, that was that was an awkward moment. I'm walking around Walmart with my wife's list of things to pick up, and you and I are chatting about stuff. And then I stop to look at my my list on my phone that my wife gave me, and then I'm sitting there talking to you, and then I look up, and I'm like, I am sitting in the little girl's underwear section. <laughs> it's like, I need to leave right now. <laughs> Samantha? Yeah. <laughs> just like sitting there for a minute, just chatting on the phone. I'm like, this this might be weird. <clears throat> but but uh, hey, everyone. Welcome to Dad Bods and Beers. And I'm Tyson. And I'm Logan. And uh, we're going to pump you up. I don't know. Just... <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, anyway, we're just kind of want to tell you a little about what's going on. So uh, this past weekend, we actually had, uh, was it last weekend or two weekends ago? I think it was two, uh, like 10 days ago. It was, so yeah, it was on the second. Today's the 11th when, when we're recording this. And we actually uh, did an amazing. Um, there's so many people who came out for uh, the beard competition for I Got Your Six. And uh, it was an amazing, amazing achievement. So many great companies showed up and gave away yeah. uh, product for the silent auction. I mean, we had Zeppies. If you're not familiar with Zeppies, whoever's listening, um, it's Italian ice and it's not cheap. And they gave like two five gallon jugs of, of Italian yeah, ice. And it was really good. My, my kids like ate themselves sick on it. it oh, was so really good. I was eating it on camera. I was like, <laughs> yeah. but I mean, <laughs> we had a lot of, we had a lot of local companies and vendors and stuff donate a lot of cool stuff like ice fishing trips, like, you know, mm-hmm. $200 plus date nights. Um, and, one of our favorite, you know, their beard brands that we know out there is uh, Beard Gang California donated a bunch of hats and shirts, which he's a veteran too. And this whole thing was for, um, you know, veteran supports and 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 guys that deal veterans and first responders that deal with PTSD and helping them get service dogs. And we got a service dog. I mean, we didn't get a physical service dog, but we raised enough money to get a whole service dog trained. So absolutely. That gave me the warm fuzzies. I mean, you and I both kind of got choked up at the very end of the competition, thanking everybody. And it's just, it's really cool that I feel like, I feel like we made an impact. Like somebody down the line is going to get a service dog that, as Brian says, it's going to help give them their life back. So that made me feel Well, the good. thing is, is I, I was ex- super excited that we did that. But I think when Andy, um, the, the gentleman who yeah. had served in the military, now actually has a service dog that was provided by I Got Your Six. He find, When he decided that he was comfortable enough to talk to all of us, when he um, opened up about what having the service dog has done for him and how it's changed his life, and then finding out we raised over $2,100 for this uh, foundation, 
uh, it was it kind of broke me, and I'm like, Logan, you just have to talk <laughs> because I yeah. kind of had to take the reins so from good there. People, so many good people uh, donated, and Copper Johns was able to donate, luckily, and and a portion of uh, what we made in November, and uh, it was really significant. It was really cool, and I was appreciative of it and yeah. grateful for everyone showing up. Well, yeah, and a big thank you not only to everybody who donated, you know, whether it was a silent auction item or actual money or people who bid on it, um, but big thank you, yeah, to everybody who came out and competed, you know, whether it was their first time in, in even like a small scale beard competition or like we had a couple of seasoned vets there, mm-hmm. um, seasoned vets as far, as far as beard competition goes, and a couple of actual veterans showed up, which was really cool, and then um, big thank you to our buddies Matt and Brandon for running a two hour live stream of the whole event and they i mean those two those two are really good at just kind of keeping an audience so i think for our first year it went really well and it just gives me the drive to just blow it out of the water next year because this isn't just a dying thing with with like oh it's done or over like nope we still have a relationship with brian and we plan on i mean i'm wearing his hat right now yeah i got your 622 so it's a it's an amazing an amazing charity and and actually my I might, I've never done it, but the whole like Facebook, you know, Hey, donate to this on my birthday cause since mine's this week, I'm probably just going to put his, his on there and share it of like, Hey, if you want to donate hey, anything, your birthday's the 12th, right? <laughs> <laughs> like a running joke. Now that Tyson's just intentionally getting my birthday wrong. It's the 12th. No, it's the 16th. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, it's the 13th. Which it's Wait. it's actually not. That's Taylor Swift. Like, no, it's not. <laughs> December thirteenth is Taylor Swift's birthday. I was born the day after, so I missed all of the um, universal magic. It all went to her. Actually, I think it's my parents' anniversary right now. I better uh, after we're done here. I better say. She's <laughs> like, oh crap. Mm, but, no, so it was it was great. I mean, we're gonna do it bigger and better next year, and I'm no doubt it's just gonna be huge. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be something we're gonna do every year. I loved it. Yeah. So we got to do that, and it was very special, and we had a lot of people there. And if they want to go see it, they can go check it out on YouTube on Copper John's Beard uh, YouTube channel. And then um, it's been nonstop, and we had a huge giveaway live on that channel. And uh, holy crap. Yeah, I've that- ever laughed that hard in my entire – well, I have laughed that hard just with you. on. Was it Friday or Saturday? Saturday. It was Saturday. We had a we had a good bunch of people. Pretty much everybody who you know is pretty involved with Copper Johns on social media and other platforms uh-huh. and stuff. And and it went two hours and it got so out of hand at some points. That but it was hour, like, like you can actually forward probably about forty five minutes on. It, it, that's when it kind of went sideways. Right? Okay, I guess we're but talking like about this. <laughs> a good sideways because it was like we had we had like a hundred plus people regularly just like watching it live. And it was just a good time chatting with a bunch of friends and we created like 12 new inside jokes and <laughs> it's just, Some I don't, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, I just, I love those. I mean, it, it was two hours that flew by and we gave away a bunch of Copper John's product. $1,200 worth of product. Yeah. And which was cool is because there was a, a couple of people that won had never tried Copper John's before. So mm-hmm. I don't know what led them to the stream. But they and so now we've we've just added a few new people to the Copper John's cult, <laughs> and it's so cool. And we had so much fun. And like I said, we there were so many jokes. We talked the most random things too, and it was just fun. And so if you guys want to go check that out, please feel free. But man, 
Um, if you want, just make sure that you're, you know, you're going to be laughing. Yeah, but it was all about Christmas and Christmas traditions and, and Christmas, and how, Christmas figurines and Christmas pickles and <laughs> <laughs> white elephant gifts and, and Samantha sad childhoods <laughs> and swapping their sad childhood for another sad childhood. And yeah, that's good. All that no, fun stuff. But no, that was good. It was a nice little kickoff. I mean, it was, I mean, it was a great giveaway. It was a good time chatting. And like I said, it's just, those streams are always fun when you throw in just a couple of our really good friends and just the mm-hmm. bouncing off each other the way we do, which it just reminds me of like, we need to get Matt and Robert back on here. We haven't had them on since July. And I was just re-listening to parts of that episode. It just cracks me up. Like, just chatting, it went like an hour and a half. <laughs> like, I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> it's but. true. And he would definitely be on it. So we de- we should ask all of them. So, yeah. but here in the future, we have some really good guests that are going to be coming on. So I'm really excited for that. But yeah. Yeah. Why don't we talk about you? Talk about me. I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> but no, kind of piggybacking off of what you were saying. We, we have, we're still going to continue on with the, with the, uh, ask an expert episodes uh, we've got a couple of pretty good good ones lined up we're kind of lining out how shows are going to go for 2024 you guys are going to see a lot more of us in 2024 because we have got a new buddy helping us out producer jace who's going to take over making us sound better than we actually are Fast. and he's going to be he's going to be actually helping us edit video clips so you're going to be seeing us come across instagram and tiktok and facebook more uh, but just dad bods and beards platforms. So it's not going to be just mine and Tyson's personal and business platforms. It's going to be just dad bods and beards. So make sure you look for them on TikTok, Instagram. Um, we'll still be probably operating out of the Copper John's YouTube channel for a while, just because you have such a huge um, subscriber base on there. But yeah, we've got some big plans and big thank you to producer Jace for coming in clutch and helping <laughs> pick up the slack. It's true. That's awesome. I feel so cool being able to say like producer Jace, like like we've made it. We've got a producer. <laughs> we're big. All uh, our is it physically not not like we're both. Just <laughs> <big>. <laughs> All I can say is thank you for listening, Alberto and Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> <Thank you listeners>. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, and don't forget Derek, my buddy up in Canada. He like oh, texts yeah. me and Candace, like, my wife. If we yeah, and it well of course Candace. It's like if we if we like just with holiday seasons and just stuff going on, like we get busy and if like we, you know, we miss a week or whatever, I know like without a doubt, Derek, don't do this to me, man. I need my fix. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of people listen to us on their way to work and on their way home to work. It's really cool. I'm excited. All four of them. Yeah. yeah all all four of our followers. <laughs> yeah. And we get six listeners because I listen and you listen to him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I uh, I actually got a uh, I got a pretty nice message from uh, from somebody I had never come across yet um, just last week that they listened to our gratitude episode around Thanksgiving. And they had some nice things to say, so that made me feel really good because <clears throat> all joking aside, but joking also included, I made that TikTok this week joking about like guys and struggles, right? Mm-hmm. So the joke is it's 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 actually the girl that created the beginning snippet of the video that I posted. She it's actually a very like male positive video. She starts off by saying like are men okay and then she goes into some, you know, some nice stuff. But then I cut it with nope and then I instantly started doing like everyday I'm struggling dance. Everybody's struggling. 
<laughs> but the funny thing is, is if you look through the comments, which it went pretty viral, if, if you look through the comments, a lot of the guys are kind of following with like the dark humor of like, yeah, we don't talk about it. We just hide our feelings and dance it out. Or we, you know, guys are like, oh, we drink it away or all this stuff. But like, all did serious- someone really say, yes, we just hide it and dance it out? Yeah. Oh, dude, there's like thousands of comments on there. But did they really say they really do dance it out? Oh, yeah. Yeah, 100%. I have never once thought to myself, I am feeling really down today. I'm going to dance. Have you never seen Footloose? Yeah, but I make fun of that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing an angry dance. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> like Hot Rod. Have you seen Hot Rod when he goes? Yeah, in <laughs> exactly. There's proof. There is there is cinematic proof right there. Yeah. <laughs> there that an angry dance helps you get things out. <laughs> I'm like, I just, I but have no, never I mean, personally thought, I need a dance today. I'm feeling down. I'm not hey saying man, anything's wrong with it, if that's really you, but I've never met anyone, and I don't know anyone who's like, I need a dance. <laughs> well, what do you do to get your frustration out? What do you do when you're when you're struggling, when you're having a hard time, when you're like... I just get in the shower and cry. No. <laughs> <laughs> All by myself. I look that's at a, funny. How, an oil painting in a museum and just wish I was there. Um... <laughs> No, I work out. I like to work out. I also uh, liked video games, but I haven't played video games for years because I just don't have time. Mm-hmm. You know what I really like is to come down to the lab and just work. Work yeah. actually really helps me um, take things off my mind. Well, that's that's kind of the running joke is that like that's what the video is like. Every I was like, it says, "Are men okay?" And I just go, "Nope." Like the short answer, and it's like uh-huh. every day I'm struggling, and then I'm just being. It's just like laugh it off, but. I'm at work. So that's kind yeah. of, that's why it's such a, I think it worked really good. And it was such a relatable humor because like, everyone's just like, yeah, like most guys nowadays are struggling with something and we bury it down a lot. There were a lot of comments in there of just like very insecure guys that are pretty much telling people to just suck it up, quit being a baby. And then there were some guys that really overshared <laughs> and you, I had to worry about, I had to like approach it carefully of like, are you actually telling me something, you know, very, very intense and potentially dangerous to yourself? Or are you just kind of looking for like a viral comment? Cause there was the whole range. And then there yeah. was a bunch of, there was uh, this poor girl on Instagram. I'm not going to say her name. Um, but she was like, I just don't know why guys don't go to therapy. It's so easy and affordable and yada, yada, yada guys like me and you who have been to therapy and you find ways to do it. Sure. But oh man, she got lit up in oh, the comments section. Really? Oh, guys, a bunch of like hundreds of guys did not like that comment and they went off on her. And I feel bad. But the problem is, I don't police my comment section unless it starts getting like really bad, you know, like really rude, like demeaning stuff like that or like, you know, racial, you know, religious, all that stuff, like pretty intensely. And then I'll I'll start deleting and blocking people, but this one is just like, sorry, you kind of called a bunch. You know, you it was like a male dominant post aimed towards guys, and you tried to tell them how to fix their problems, and they they didn't like it. <laughs> so, because sometimes guys, we don't want to fix to our own problems. We just want to we just want to be angry about it and do our thing. You know. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, and I think a lot of our frustrations is um, as a man, at least at least my age group. You know, like I was born in the 70s, you you get raised, you get raised. 
Uh, you uh, get lifted up. You raise me yeah, exactly. up. <laughs> no, you're born. Bit, Josh Groban. You're you're born into a uh, patriarchy sure. with a mother and a father. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. No, so uh, I was I was brought up. There you go. There you go, Tyson. You go. So yeah. you you get brought up learning a certain way of life meaning for me i was raised to know that hey i am going to be the breadwinner i need to take care of my family i need to do this and so when you're not necessarily where you think you need to be that's where it hurts me or you're not as successful as you need to be and that hurts and so i think what really has hurt me is that i am not where i want to be or where i thought it was going to be and uh and I've had to learn to cope with that and go get over that and all that kind of stuff because I have a wonderful family. I have a wonderful job. I have all this wonderful things. And uh, who cares? Yeah. Um, but it takes time. And I have gone to therapy. And, and it's still, you know, I just told you before we even started this, I have felt like I've had a heart attack today because I have have so much anxiety because of how much I got to get done. And uh, it's, it's okay to hurt. It's okay to speak out. But, uh, yeah. I was uh, raised that way. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, I mean, that's, I mean, I, 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 I was going to say jive. Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, like I, I identify with a lot of what you were saying. Cause it's like same similar thing. Like I'm, I'll be 34 this week and I like a lot the of people 12th? like him. Yeah. The 12th. Yeah. No, <laughs> <laughs> like a lot of the people I compare myself and I look at other 34 year olds that are farther along in their career or they had a, an amazing startup or they're, you know, yada, 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 yada. Like they bought a house. Like, you know, I, I held out and then the market did what it did. And now it doesn't make any sense for me to pay over $3,000 for a mortgage. Mm -hmm. So it's like, so I'm currently renting, paying the same amount or more for a rental than some people are paying for a mortgage on a full blown house. So there's a million places that we can compare. And I think one of my big struggles is, when I went through like my major battle, all of the stuff that happened and all of the setbacks, it, it's like, man, if, if those five or six years hadn't happened, then I would maybe have been at this stage earlier on, or this wouldn't happen. Or, and it's really easy to start snowballing, right? Oh, hundred percent it is. And, and I think one thing that, 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 kind of grounds me is i mean it's kind of i mean like what robert says like there's I, i've i've heard him say this and other people just like there is there is always going to be somebody who looks at you of like man i wish i had what that guy had because i mean it's the grass is always greener that's not a new concept mm -hmm. right it's like oh you know it's it's just the comparison and then you think like who would want what i have and it's like you could go down the list i'm like man there could be a guy that that has had traumatic experiences and relationships and he looks at somebody who has a good relate a good a good marriage or even just a marriage in general or like somebody there's couples out there that struggle with infertility issues or loss of children or you know or or parents who are in the middle of custody battles because of divorces and it's like so there's i mean there's a million and one different scenarios where you can compare and it just makes me realize that nobody's life is exactly the same there's a lot of similarities and there's a lot of like relation points but there's there's no two people or no two situations that are exactly identical. And when you just start going down the comparison route, you're just you're just setting yourself up to be unhappy because you're looking at what you have as not enough. 
like that's so I try really hard. I mean, kind of focusing on the gratitude thing of like, I'm here. I mean, I always start with that one. Like I'm here because there was times where I almost wasn't, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And then kind of going back to what you were saying about like, I was raised. This is a big one that keeps just pounding into my head. I saw, I saw a TikTok of uh, like an elderly, like East Indian man talking to, I can't remember who he was talking to. And I know this is like a pretty viral clip, but he said that um, he doesn't like the term people that raise their children. He's like, you raise cattle, you nurture children. Oh, that's a good one. He's like, what are you raising goats? Like, what are you raising? He's like, it's, it's an interesting concept. He's like, you know, cows are cows. You, they eat grass and they either produce milk, produce babies or produce meat. That's it. You raise them for those three, you know purposes. You're raising your kids. Like, you don't raise your kids. You want them to become their own people. You want them to make good choices. You want them to be successful. You want them to be happy. So he's like, you just nurture their, you know, you nurture them, their, you know, their spiritual, mental, physical, emotional states and hope that one day they turn into be somebody that they, you know, love themselves and they, they enjoy their own life and they're good people. So it's like, it's just, it's constantly a million things to think about <laughs> as wow. a man. Like, am I doing everything right? Because there's so much that could go wrong. And some of the things that you were just saying reminded me. So have you ever, you have gone down that spiral. You're talking about spiraling down. Oh, and yeah. have you ever gotten to that point? And then all of a sudden you like literally physically shake your head or figure out like, and then you have to like, where did this all start? And I have to mm-hmm. like, like remember, okay, why do I feel this way? And then I have to go, okay. So what, so I'm feeling, this is why I feel this way. Is this important? Can I fix this? What's the point of me feeling this way? And then all of a sudden I'll, I'll figure it out and then I'll calm down. But yeah, I, I go down that rabbit hole big time sometimes. And it's annoying that I do that. Well, it's like reverse engineering the mm-hmm. thought. I do this. I do this a lot because I actually just had a conversation with somebody about this. So on top of being bipolar, I also am ADHD pretty severely if you can't if you can't tell (laughs) but unfortunately and anybody who who has that fun cocktail or a similar one adhd meds are not great for people with bipolar they're they make things worse so i kind of have to raw dog my bipolar or i mean excuse me my my see i can't even i can't even like figure out which one it is i have to i i can't take add meds because they make my bipolar worse you have to raw dog yeah, ADHD? it's a it, it's a it's a term that's not always inappropriate. <laughs> but um so I have to I have to like now you got me all hung up on that. <laughs> <laughs> You're raw donging it because you have flaccid phobia. <laughs> <laughs> no, so basically meaning that I have to like I have I, I have to find other ways to cope with ADD or ADHD. I can't take a med to keep me in line with it. Like in line, I mean, I got my own opinions on on ADD meds, but it it because they're uppers and they're stimulants. Stimulants and uppers are not great for people with bipolar, especially people who lean more towards the manic side, mm-hmm. like I like I have. So uh, I've just had to find different ways to cope with it and and to like find it to my you know to make it work to my advantage. And one thing that I do is I reverse engineer. When I get like, when I get like that fog of like, what was I just doing? Where was I going? Like, oh, why did I walk in this room? And it's kind of like you do like, it's guy uh, guys call it glitching. Like you like glitched yeah. in real life. Like you're like, what? I, 
Why did I open this yeah. fridge? Yeah, so like, I will literally reverse engineer what I just did in my brain of like, why did I come in here? Where was I? Okay, where was I before this? Where was I before that? What was I doing? What was I doing? And then like sometimes I literally will just like, oh, there it is. Like I'll find it. Like wait, <laughs> I'll do the same thing like with TikTok. Like I'll be scrolling like every other you know person on social media. You get inspiration from other people's content. Mm -hmm. I'll have a really funny idea, but then I'll keep scrolling. And then the idea will come back to me like 30 seconds later. I'm like, crap, what was that? That was really funny. I should have wrote that down. And then I'm like, okay, I scroll all the way back up and I find that one TikTok that like triggered it. I'm like, oh, there it is again. And then it's just like this vicious circle of like, so I, I like that same concept of what you're saying is just reverse engineer. Like, why am I feeling this way? Why am I angry? What was I doing before? 99 this? out of 100 times, it's out of your control. There's nothing you can do. It's based on someone else or some other situation that's out of your control. And I've had to learn that. And I've had to learn how to take just deep breaths and just, life's okay. This doesn't yeah. affect you. And it will never affect you. Why are you scared mm -hmm. or nervous or anxious about this? Yeah. And then That's... I get a shiver because I held in a fart and I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> we still need to make, we still need to make t-shirts that just say something of like, I just had a fart shiver or like something. Like... Do you suffer from flaccid phobia? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding, man. I'm going to, I, we're, we're gonna come up with we're gonna come up with some dad bods, some da, dad bods and and beards t-shirts with just just the dumb like tags you know like taglines <laughs> that we've said like one of them's Usually gonna be like, it's me I wonder why <laughs> <laughs> like one of them's just gonna say okay bye goodbye and hiya yeah oh man. Or it's just going to be something about like how you can go from like a serious topic to just like literally laughing. <laughs> it's true. But My this is, this died. is, oh, really? <laughs> 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 kind of like what, when Ken was talking all sad about his, uh, his, you know, childhood and everything. And we're all just like, well, that sucks. And then all of a sudden, Matt's like, yeah, thanks for ruining. And then Matt's like, you want to switch Christmas presents? <laughs> 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 need a laptop <laughs> <laughs> you see, this is this is like the epitome of what i'm talking about is like that's kind of what the, the joke i made with that tiktok was like a lot of times if you want to like classify people you know guys as okay and not okay the majority of guys probably wouldn't classify themselves as okay there's something they're dealing with something they're struggling with something they're worried about anxious upset depressed pissed whatever but at almost any given moment, like we, we, we push it down, whether that's healthy or not, because I think a lot of men that I know and, and that I, I kind of run with have this ability to just, sorry, I got to get stuff done. Like I've got, I've got a lot of people and a lot of things that are counting on me. So I've got a, and it's not any slam to women because my wife is capable of a hundred times more things than I am, mm -hmm. but like there's it's funny my wife will get upset with me because whenever she's sick i'm like no you're not going to work you need to stay home like you need to stay home you need to get better yada, yada, yada. but i think when i'm sick i'm like i'm I'm going to work like why are you saying i should stay home yeah. <laughs> like it's such a double standard because it's i look at myself as someone told me that this this kind of stuck with me men view themselves as far more expendable than we actually are 100 percent. so and it's sometimes to our detriment. I'm not, it's not like, I'm not trying to stand up on a soapbox and, and cry right now. I'm just, I mean, a lot of guys that listen probably are, can relate with this. But, <laughs> no, like 
I know you. Sorry. No, but I'm just going to stop interrupting you and just let you get that one out. (laughs) (laughs) Do you feel better now? Yeah, but to continue interrupting you, because I don't know what you were saying anymore. (laughs) No, uh, I was talking to an individual. You know who I was talking to before we even started? And they're like, man, when I get anxiety, when I, I just shut down and I just, you know, when I just don't want to do anything, I don't do anything and I'm hoping that it'll leave. And I'm totally opposite. And most, I don't know if most guys are, but I know I'm, I will get everything done. Um, and just mm. so it's not on my mind. And so like when I lost my job in 2012, I got three jobs and I was just, nope, this isn't going to happen to my family. I'm going to figure this out and I'm going to work these three jobs until I find a career again, you know, that type of thing. And I wasn't going to let us fail. And that's how I went with this, the, the company. It was like, yeah, I work, but I'm going to keep doing it because mm-hmm. I'm not going to let it fail and I'm going to keep working. And sure. I'm ton, I have tons of anxiety. I'm like a ton. Um, but I'm not going to let it fail and I'm going to work through it. And so, and I have a good support system between you, Candace, and a few others. It's, it's, you know, I have a good support system. And that's just interesting how everybody deals with it, man. Cause I mean, <clears throat> I, I like shut down sometimes, like when I'm mm-hmm. way overwhelmed, I've completely shut down. Yeah, I don't, I'm totally opposite. And it ticks me off because sometimes I just want to go to bed. Like I am exhausted. I can't sleep because I just got to get it done. Yeah. No, I I mean, I think you and my brother are probably very similar because that guy is just constantly trying to get a million things done. Mm-hmm. And you sh- you shoulder a lot. Like you shoulder a lot of work that you could probably delegate. Well, you know we're working mean? on it. We're working on it. Yeah. No, I know you are, but that's what I'm saying is like that's that's like a really good quality, but it's also self-exhausting quality. You it know, is like everything, everything. For three and a half years and well, my whole life, but I'm just, I'm to the point now where I'm just like, I'm, I think I'm having a heart attack. Like I got to stop doing what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. But that's see, but that's, that's the rock on the hard place is like, you have this baby with copper Johns that you're growing. And I mean, it, it's, I mean, it's taxing. But at the same time, like you have a goal and you're driven and like, I have no doubt in my mind that it's going to be everything. I mean, I, I say this to you all the time. Like it's it, what it is today versus when I met you a year and a half ago is astounding. Like the growth that you've had in that, in that time. But because you, you don't like to like pat yourself on the back, you're, you, you, it's always like, yeah, but we could be this or yeah, I want to do this or yeah. It's like, you're always looking at the next step, which is why you grow uh-huh. because you're, you're not, you're not complacent. Like you're not. You're not just like, this is good. Like, you know, or like, or giving up. Like there's probably a, there's probably a million times that you could have thrown in a towel. And oh, just, there's a million times I wanted to, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but I no, no, I'm uh, but, I, but I gotta, like, I asked for this and I'm grateful for this and I want this. Um, but now it's to the point where I'm like, Hey, I need help. I need sure. to, I need to, I need to, I need to work through this. And, and uh, so that's why we're hiring a few people and that's why we're, you know, we're looking at a few other arrangements and stuff like that, and it's going to—I think it's going to help alleviate. Yeah. Candace, I told you, Candace and I were talking, and and uh, she got teary-eyed. She's like about maybe her and I just being able to lay in bed and watch a movie one night because it's mm-hmm. been forever. Sure. And uh, she's like, "That would be so nice." And uh, I don't know how soon it'll be, but mm-hmm. 
it, it uh, it's nice because I love it. Like I'm yeah. not like I love this. It's it's just uh, it's exhausting too. Yeah, I mean it's I mean it's it's like a baby. I mean yeah, it's parenting. <laughs> like you want to <clears throat> rock it, you want to caress it. <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs> like, I just gotta hold the baby. We burp the baby, and like, oh, you got some booby diaper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just pooped on me. Yeah, <laughs> and then no, just the <clears throat> it's funny you say that because um, my wife Chelsea and I, we, I mean, when it was just us and things were simpler, we used to watch shows together all the time like I've, we've watched all of friends together i have watched and love all of gilmore girls have you watched gilmore girls no i it's haven't a good, it's a good freaking show um have you watched and parenthood? i watched parenthood with yeah you. we've watched all of parenthood we've watched all of the office um a bunch of other smaller ones here and there i've never i'd never seen ted lasso and she kept telling me you need ted to watch Lasso's ted lasso phenomenal so with like the weirdly extended Thanksgiving break mm-hmm. that we had, like it was like more days than we're used to. And we, and uh, so we sat down and we binged like the first season and a half. Of so good. With just me and her sitting on the couch. And I'm like, man, it's been a long time since we just sat on the couch and just watched a show together, kids in bed, you know? And it was like, now we're in our thirties versus our twenties. And it was like, one o'clock's rolling around. And I'm like, you want to you watch one more? <laughs> I'm awake. <laughs> like, but it's like, I wanted to versus when we were dating, man, we'd stay up till 5 a.m. No problem. So like, I, so true, though. I, I get that. Like, it's like this, the simple things of like, you just want to lay in bed with your wife and watch a show, but it's mm-hmm. like, there's so much to be done sometimes that. <laughs> you know, that just reminded me. See Papa Jill. <laughs> jerk. <laughs> <laughs> I've been meaning. I've been meaning to text you and like apologize or like ask. <laughs> no, Candace was listening to everything. She was laughing so hard because everyone, oh every, just for everyone who's listening, he, uh, you know, it's, the term is Netflix and chill. But uh, Logan, you know, bless his heart, he's like, yeah, but for Tyson, it's CPAP and chill. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> See, the thing is, I, sh- I feel like I should know this. Like, do you have a CPAP though? I don't. Oh, okay. I didn't think you had sleep apnea. I mean, the chances are we probably both do have sleep apnea. <laughs> no, <We're> seriously, just... <laughs> though. <Yeah. laughs> if I roll on my back, I die. So <laughs> yeah, right? why why is it that like I wake up gasping gasping for air and I, and I have a headache every morning? <laughs> but no, I just it was just that it just came to me of like, oh, CPAP and chill, that'd be super funny. And I just said it and it it landed and I felt better about myself See, at your that's expense. another shirt, CPAP and chill. Yeah. <laughs> hey, how you doing? Too good. <laughs> I loved that. I loved that TikTok trend when the when the new Top Gun came out. Like all of the people with CPAPs were like using the Top Gun music and they were putting their CPAP masks yeah. on. <laughs> but that's just like that's just the eighties and nineties kids. Like we're we're those like we're the adults now. Like we're we're. But it's like we we have I feel like we have a different so sad though. No, because when I go when I listen to like X ninety six or like yeah, listen to the oldies and it's my music from high school. Yeah, it's like it's Weezer. You're like yeah, like when did that? (laughs) I'm like corn. Like what? Yeah, Yeah. Blink one eighty two. Like what? Yeah, Green Day. All these. uh, You know uh, what's uh, what's another one? Um, Like. Oh geez, I was such the punk kid. Like, yeah, I, but I'm. Why can't I think of their names? Oh, dude, like Good Charlotte. Uh, good Charlotte was good. 
I I liked Yellow Card. I liked um, Huba Stink. I liked um, Simple Plan. I was I was a, I'm a drummer, so I liked all like the my daddy doesn't love me. <laughs> like <laughs> you know, just like all of the all of the depressive punk rock. So is it Blind Melon? Melon Blind Blind? Melon? Shut up. Blind, I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm not even being, I'm not even being funny. Uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco, cinco, I know the song, but I can't think of it. Now you've got me all kerfuffled. I'm going to have to Google this real quick. Mm, Blind, everyone who's listening hates me. And all the girls think I'm pretty for a white guy. White guy. Oh, uh, yeah. Blind Melon. <laughs> yeah, I was right. Yeah, you were right. I was just, uh, I'm just uh, gaslighting you. Yeah, seriously. I'm like, Blind Melon, you're, you're dumb. <laughs> you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> no. Man, this is getting old. Yeah, getting knee old. replacement. When I poop, I bleed a little. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny is the fact, like, why, why do I know this fact of like, depending on depending on what color it is when it comes out, if it's red you're okay but if it's really dark brown you need to go to the hospital oh interesting because like one's internal and one is external so just just so you know now well, i know we'll, we'll see you guys doctor. later see you next week <laughs> <laughs> seriously this is our first our first episode with jace editing it and he's giving what did i get myself into no but you guys were talking about bidets and you know during during the pandemic everyone ran out of toilet paper and there's no toilet paper to be had and i'm like holy crap i might have to do bidet and in my mind i'm like i don't dare though it scares me dude do you Why have one at your house so we had a bidet for a long time and then it broke we got it during covid and it was just one of those like you attach it to the like the cold water intake into your into your toilet tank uh-huh. so it was it was a little brisk at times but I said this on our live stream the other day. If you think about it, if you're going to the bathroom and your toilet paper rips while you're cleaning up and you get a little bit, a little bit of poo-poo on your fingers, are you just going to wipe it off with more toilet paper or are you going to go wash it with water and soap? Well, first you're going to wipe it uh-huh. and then you're going to go wash it. Yeah. But why wouldn't you wash it off where it mainly comes out and sticks to? You're just going to rely on just some like some toilet paper to just clean that up. Nope. Nope. It makes sense to wash it. It's a whole thing. Everyone else in the, everyone else in the world does it. No, it's a, uh, it's a very, uh, it's a very different feeling than probably what you're used to, but it's a very clean feeling. (laughs) So you're like, hello. That Saturday night live skit um, with the guy who was in hangover um, with the beard. Uh, when he was exactly. on Saturday Night Live, yeah, when he was on Saturday Night Live, there was a whole skit about bidets, and that's all they focused about. So let's talk about the bidet. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they've got they've got some bidets out there that are. I mean, my I've got a family member that has one that it's the whole toilet, like it's a whole, and it wow. plugs it. It plugs in like it's it's electrical. It has it has a heated toilet seat, and it has multi functioning like faucet like it multi-directional it even has massaging features and then it will um like so you can sit on the toilet and you can be like oh no i gotta and then you can like 
hit a button to like make it go forward more, back more, side or to side. Or is more. it like a little joystick and you can just like <laughs> that would be that would be even better, a little joystick. Yeah. But, like <laughs> but then and then it has a button, you hit a button and it air dries you. You're just sitting there and it's like so, so it's a car wash I mean, for your butt. Yeah, it's like a little clean booty wash. I'm gonna get the, one. The, the I will know I have made it in life when I have that. A bidet, and then I'll have a TV. No, that bidet, and then I'll have a TV there, and I'll never leave. Yeah, and I'll I mean, just, I'll, I'll just clap like that, and have my uh, kids and everyone just bring me food. I wonder what I wonder what like the the return on investment is for like the ROI is on on a bidet that's like say that thing's like fifteen hundred bucks. Like how many years of not having to buy toilet paper would it have to like last for it to like? Yeah, this made sense. But then again, your water bill is higher. So I don't know. It's maybe more of just a convenience thing than it is a return on investment. Is your water bill higher? Is it? I don't know. I don't think so. I really hope it's not recycling the water because then that wouldn't really be very clean. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. I I swear we say this all the time, dude. Like like the 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 range of emotions that we take people through on this show. <laughs> No, in my mind, I'm like, I don't use regular water. I use sparkling water in my bidet. <laughs> You're like, it's carbonated. <laughs> it's yeah. a nice little sting. <laughs> You're like, I throw a little bit of vinegar and baking soda in there. Just to get into the real tough spots. <laughs> I get a little coke and just get that oil. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, I got, I got, I got a pitch for Copper Johns. So. You need to get with a bidet company and then and just insert a little a little area where you can drop like some Copper John's scents into the tank. And then that way, not only are you clean, but you're smelling fresh. There you go. You're like, what do you got? What do you got going on? I've got Sundance up here, but I have got in the saddle in the saddle. <laughs> oh, yeah. We could call them under scents. Under scents. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. like that. That thing. Poopery. Yeah. But it under sense, so it doesn't affect the toilet. It affects your bottom, but it has to use sparkling water. So it's bougie, bougie, and it has to have a little bit of lavender and mint. So just a, a good enough tingle, maybe a little some peppermint. <laughs> someone call Shark Tank. Someone's like, someone's like, dude, they've been talking about bidet for twenty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, better question. Yeah. Do you- do you pee in the shower? Oh yeah. My wife thinks it, my wife thinks it's so gross. No, I you know, I once read or heard or maybe I just made up in a dream <laughs> that your morning pee gets rid of athlete's foot. I still got athlete's foot. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no i uh if i gotta go i gotta go yeah but i mean i I just view it as if i I just view it as efficiency like yeah okay answer this when you were uh in high school or college or whatever and you're doing sports you're doing the sport thing and and you had to do the tree of life and all that kind of stuff uh did you ever pee on someone See, you and I went to high school in very different eras. Oh, okay. They still had the showers in my high school, but they weren't like mandatory. Oh, yeah. We had to be wet before we could leave. 
that's weird. <laughs> and the guy had a camera, and uh, yeah. <laughs> you're like, he's like, hey, we got this new thing called the intranet. <laughs> And now I'm on a watch list. But, <laughs> no, but uh, I, yeah, I'm young guys. All the yeah, time. <laughs> I definitely. I mean, I definitely would like shower after practice every now and then if I had somewhere to be right after, or, or like after a game, I would rinse off if I was going out with friends after you know we we played on Friday night. But yeah, most of the time it wasn't like full of dudes. It was just yeah. like a few of us. So to answer your question. Oh, yeah. No, I no, I never I never peed on another another man in high school. Dude, you know what? They don't they'll never play again in their entire lives. What? But it was the funnest game I've ever played in junior high. It was called wall ball. And oh yeah. We, no, 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 no. We played it different. Well, I, I was just say it was a padded room. Yeah. And you had two garbage cans on both sides. And literally, it was probably the room of uh, 10 by 10. So it was tiny. There's like 30 dudes. And literally, you have like a little tennis ball, and you're trying to get it in there. And all, all is for legit. Like, you can punch them. You can kick them. You can hit them. You can tackle them. Whatever you want. But you have to be on your knees. And you're just cr- crawling all the way to, to. That was a fun game. I really. Yeah. That was fun. Just we had crap out of each other. Ours was handball. It was. But it was. It was like. Kind of like racquetball, but just with your hands. But we played it more. I can't remember the exact rule, but like if you if you like kind of fubbed the ball or whatever, you you had to like run and touch the wall before wow. someone could take the racquetball, the little blue one, and just beam you in the back of the head or like the shoulder That's blade. What I mean, those, those things are not lo- like legal anymore. No. <laughs> and it was so much fun. Did you ever play racquetball? Like like legit racquetball in like the racquetball courts? No. Never really. Oh, I, I probably did once or twice, but never really. That was like such a good agility workout in high school. Being on the offensive line, my coach would like tell us to go play racquetball. Just left this purple welt for like two weeks. <laughs> did you ever but, get in trouble playing offensive line? I didn't realize you played offensive line. Did you get a yeah, what, called on you because they thought you were chop blocking? You're like, I'm standing up, coach. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, like, that's why I never really went anywhere with football because I'm 5'10. So, like, 5'10 is like okay for an offensive guard in high school, like with cleats on, you know, 5'11, whatever. But uh-huh. after that, you jump, you know, you did, we, we would do cut block. For some reason, it was just like, I was always like, when we were watching Game Phil later, my coach would be like, my nickname in high school was Petey. Just because my brother and just down the line, it was just Petey. My coach is always like, Petey, stay on your feet. <laughs> like, I just always ended up on the ground. <laughs> yeah, but no, I, I loved it. I was a pulling guard, so I was always the guy that was, you know, trying to make the, make the you know, trap the defensive lineman that came through the hole to make a crease for the, you know, the running back or the fullback or someone to run up. And, or every now and then we'd have this really cool play where I'd, I'd kick out to the side and I was like the lead blocker, you know, like the Eagles, like their tush push, like the quarterback sneak. Yeah. We had one, we had a power eye set up where me and one of our, our middle linebackers would line up in the backfield with our running back behind us. And, and we would just stack one side of the line when it was like fourth and goal or fourth and one or whatever. And we would just punch this huge hole. Same thing. I always ended up on the ground, but it worked, (laughs) (laughs) but no, now I got bad knees. And I developed an overeating habit <laughs> because you just you expend so much energy and you're supposed to be big. So, oh, don't I know it? Yeah. Okay, and, then, and now we're back to the struggle talk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dad bods and beards. Nah.
<laughs> it was like all of a sudden I'm talking and it just it just cuts out and I'm like, where'd my audio go? And then that starts playing. Oh my goodness. I just figured we were pretty much done. I think this is what happens when you take a week or two off. You just everything just comes out. You're like all the topics. Yeah. But and this is a year in review. Huh? And, like, and this is our episode of a year in review of, like, <laughs> of everything we did. But do you want to end it real quick with something? Yeah. Guys, remember who you are and what you stand for. Truth, justice, the American way. Hey, my No, but just a quick recap. Um, we're, we've got a couple of really good episodes lined up coming in the next few weeks, coming in 2024. We hope you guys are okay. I'm mean, all joking aside. We are, our, our, our DMS and our messages are open. Like if there's ever anything we can do for you guys, we wholeheartedly mean that I just had a conversation with a guy today. That's got a new company. He's a veteran and he's asking some company or questions about a, a, a brand that has to do with beards. And I was like, send me your link. I'd love to help you out. If there's anything we can do for you guys, Please shoot us a message. We appreciate all four of you that listen to our bull crap. <laughs> but we love you. And as always, okay, bye. Bye. So dumb. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening, guys. It means the world to us. If you have a chance, please give us a five-star review as well as write something a little purdy in there so that we know that you know that we know that you care. Anyway, have a great day, guys. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> you know, it's good. That was, I like that. You can't redo it without laughing. That was good.